0: Let us be
1: attentive. Precious is in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. What, sh- what shall I render to the Lord for all that he has given me? Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews.
0: Let us be attentive.
1: Brethren, obey your leaders and submit to them for they are keeping watch over your souls as men who will have to give account let them do this joyfully and not sadly for that would be of no advantage to you pray for us we for we are sure that we have a clear conscience desiring to act honorably in all things I urge you the more earnestly to do this in order that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with every good thing that you may do his will working in you that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen.
2: Peace be with you, the reader. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all.
0: The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. Let us be attentive. entered a village, he was met by ten leopards who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well.
2: Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Certainly one of the biggest news items of this past week was that lottery jackpot that grew to $1.5 billion. It was clearly the talk of the nation. I, really, I couldn't even avoid it, and I don't really watch TV or listen to the radio, but somehow it was all over the place. People were buying tickets, as we heard and read about, in droves in the hopes of winning that longed for almost incomprehensible sum of money. Not only the largest ever jackpot in the United States, but in the entire world. One reporter said this, the jackpot is so big that billboards in Texas and around the country have to advertise the price as $999 million because they're not built to show billions. If one looks to the most recent full-year analysis and statistics available, in the year 2014, Americans spent $70 billion alone on lottery tickets. Even when the chances of winning are very slim indeed. Let's say one in 292 million in the most recent case. So it's very clear that Americans are chasing a dream and they are willing to spend a lot of money and wait in terribly long lines to catch that dream. Let me juxtapose this most recent story with another more ancient one. It goes like this. A young man about 20 years of age who had just lost his parents and so was left with the responsibility of caring for their estate and his younger sister. About six months after that, as he was one morning on his way to church, he was reflecting on how The faithful early Christians, as recorded and given to us in the book of Acts, sold their possessions and gave the proceeds to the apostles for the good of the whole church and the needy. He entered the church and that morning heard the following words during the reading of the gospel, as if the Savior were speaking to him directly. If you would be perfect... Go, sell what you possess and give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Matthew 19 21. So, after liturgy that morning, the young man sold his property and his possessions, gave the money away, entrusted his sister into the care of the nuns at a nearby monastery, and departed into the Egyptian desert where he remained in prayer and holy labors for the next 85 years until the day of his repose in the year 356 A.D. That young man became the great elder and father of monasticism, St. Anthony the Great, whom we commemorate today. The two stories presented here Those pursuing to win millions, if not billions, and the other seeking to give everything away, contrast with one another quite profoundly. But despite this contrast, there also is a similarity, something they both share, and that is the pursuit of happiness. And this then begs the question, who ultimately ends up happy. Contrary to what most of us would expect, several studies over the past decades have shown that instant wealth does not increase one's happiness and may even lead to less joy experienced in daily activities. And it certainly doesn't solve many of life's challenges, such as interpersonal problems or striving for personal improvement it may very well lead to greater difficulties in these areas. The reality is we all sometimes live with the same false hope as the expectant lottery winner. The expectation that the next big promotion, the next good turn of fortune, The next whatever will finally bring us the contentment and the happiness that has eluded us so far. But in reality, my brothers and sisters in Christ, the transcendent, perfect, abiding and eternal happiness does not come from such things. And it cannot be purchased or won, but is the byproduct of of faith, the result of possessing spiritual riches. St. Anthony certainly won no lottery, but gave everything away and therefore received treasure in heaven, as the Lord said. Truly this man was happy because the priceless treasure of the present of Christ dwelt in him. Sure, from a worldly or secular point of view, Anthony would look, I dare say, quite pathetic. Owning, I would say, one tattered old robe, living far away from civilization and the hustle and bustle of things, having extremely meager and simple food, laboring with his hands, praying throughout the night instead of sleeping, sleeping, What about these things could possibly make anyone happy? The bottom line is that by following the words of the Lord, by trusting and accepting God's call and invitation to such a simple way of life, by striving to please God in all things, Anthony was indeed the happiest of men. Christ's eternal joy that never leaves lived in him and permeated every single thing that he did no matter how mundane or how routine. To illustrate for us what true happiness is happiness according to God and happiness that really lasts I'm going to take the Greek word makarios and translate it not as Blessed, as it oftentimes is, but as happy, because this too is a valid meaning of this word. Now I ask you to listen to the following psalm verses, and you might even hear them in a new way. Happy is the person who does not walk in the company of ungodly people from the first psalm. Happy is the person who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord, his God. Happy is he who cares for the poor and needy. The Lord will rescue him in a day of trouble. Psalm 41. Happy is the person whom you discipline, O Lord, and whom you teach out of your holy law. Happy is the person who fears the Lord, Who greatly delights in his commandments, Psalm 112. And if we look at the Beatitudes, rephrased just a bit, listen to them here. Happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Happy are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Happy are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Happy are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Happy are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, we are not called to such an extraordinary life as the great Saint Anthony. Few really are. But we are called to attain the same happy life that he attained, the same joy that Christ promised to bring, the same delight that the saints experience and revel in. This is ours to be had. But no earthly goods or things or circumstances can bring this inner happiness that is eternal and genuine authentic, the happiness of Christ, the happiness that comes from a godly life lived for God and for our neighbor as the scriptures I just mentioned taught and instructed us. So remember the words of the Lord that the young Anthony heard which pierced his heart that morning long ago. If you would be perfect, go. Sell what you possess and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come, follow me. And therefore hear Christ's saying to you, if you want to be happy, care for the poor and imitate me and you will have treasure in heaven, spiritual treasure that remains unto the ages of ages. To God be the glory now and ever. Amen.